Hey, good afternoon and happy Friday to everybody. Welcome to episode nine of Living in the Moment with Dusty Bailey. Um, and, you know, we're back at it after a few weeks of being gone. I'll tell you what, man, trying to commit to this podcast and doing this development for myself has been one of the hardest things, right? You know, talking to my, you know, colleague of mine that I talked to around mental coach, like mental coaching and, and mental mindset things, you know, he, he reminded me that if I just schedule it, if I was to put it in my calendar and, and do it with somebody else, I would just hold myself more accountable to it. And he's right. I think, you know, the challenge is life gets crazy and, and I make excuses for why I can't do it. But the reality is I do love doing it. Um, and I'm gonna keep doing it. I just, you know, for those that like listening, sorry that I'm not putting it out on a weekly basis. Right. So as we get rolling on, on this uh, episode, you know, it's going to be full of a bunch of weeks of content, right? So many different things, many different stories I've been faced with, and I'm just going to share them as we go. So a hodgepodge of stuff is so bear with me. But I think when I think about all the different things that I'm talking about, um, I think it all comes down to confidence, right? And I think when I've faced a couple of things this last few weeks for myself, but also have coached a couple of reps through some things, um, you know, confidence is a huge thing right now. People are running into a lot of brick walls or telling themselves some, some, you know, pretty dark stories or, or giving themselves some mental blocks because of, of confidence issues, right? They don't think they can get something done or they're, they're overwhelmed by, you know, the, the journey that they have to go on, or maybe for the first time they've been in a place where they haven't won or they haven't achieved or they haven't been at the top level that they're used to. And so they're starting to, to lose that confidence. Right. You then couple that with just the high level of anxiety overall that everybody's feeling um, just to, to get back to, to some kind of way of life. Right. COVID's still amongst us. There's still a lot of changes. You know, if you're a parent, your kids are back in school, you're navigating whether school is going to be closed or not, whether your kids are going to be exposed to COVID or not, still up and down on different hybrid type things, you know, trying to manage your your, your work life and being a parent, right? If you're a sales rep, you're, you're managing the, trying to get back out in the field and do people want to see you? Do you want to see people, right? If you're working from home as a sales professional, maybe you're loving it. Or maybe you're on the other side of the coin that you're just like overwhelmed by it, don't want to be at home anymore. And then, of course, as a leader, you're navigating many different facets, your own personal stuff, your own struggles, your own concerns, as well as all of your people's, right? So a lot of anxiety out there with just things that are going on. And, you know, every time I turn around, there's some kind of negativity. And it's really easy for negativity to spread and people to pull you down or pull you into their negative mindset, right? And so trying to balance your own confidence with your own challenges, plus all the anxiety levels that we all have. And I'll tell you right now, talking to my doctor and just, you know, shooting the breeze with him and asking him about his thoughts about anxiety and what people are going through. And, and, and you know, he kind of hit a home run for me, right? When we were talking and, you know, he said, it is normal for people to have anxiety. If you don't have anxiety right now in one, one way or another, or feel kind of weird about things or, or, you know, overwhelmed about trying to navigate all of this stuff that's going on with COVID and, and the blended work and personal environment and schools and all that different stuff. He said, you're not normal, right? Because as we go into the new way of how we 
navigate post pandemic and ongoing pandemic, if that's what we stay in, um, it's not going back to the way it was. So we have to figure out a way to balance it all. Right. And, and it's a lot. And I think, you know, even he said he's having anxiety as a medical professional and has been in the, the field for 40 plus years. Right. It's just a lot. And so I think, you know, as we all go through this, right, we're not alone. So that's number one. I think we all got to remember that we're not alone. There's other people that are being faced with confidence issues or anxiety issues. And, and you know, we got to remember that. Number two, we got to stop judging ourselves and stop thinking that or something's wrong with us, right? Like, I'll tell you right now, I'm not gonna lie to you. I've never had an issue with anxiety. I've never had it. I've been fine. I've been the guy that I've been, you know, 365 days, I've been Mr. Positive the whole time. I've never had an issue. Been around it my whole life with family members and my mom and, and different stuff. And I, I tried to relate, but I couldn't, I couldn't ever relate to that. And then all of a sudden, about six months ago, my anxiety just been through the roof and I can't figure it out. And maybe it's just all the personal stuff I've been through, as many of you guys know, my mom and and other things, the, the amount of stress of balancing four kids and work from home with work for, work, you know, school at home and now school's being shut down, wife, my wife traveling for work, you know, just a lot of things have kind of speared up where I think, you know, for me now having to face it, go through it, I have a way different understanding, but more importantly, my eyes are wide open to that. Wow. It's normal, right? Like this is a normal thing that can happen to anyone. Right. Talking with another doctor um, that I know really well, you know, what they correlate, you know, what people are going through in pandemic, like really positive people, especially or or people who've never, ever had, you know, concerns or challenges with stuff like this is like a pro athlete. When you think about a, a five star athlete who's super good at everything they do, getting a career injury or getting injured really bad and their road recovery is always a lot harder because they felt from grace. They've never had an injury before. They never, they've always been top shape. They've always been top, you know, of their game. And now they're like trying to get back and it always takes them a longer. And they always have setbacks because their mind is mentally challenged by overcoming this injury, right? When you think about your own psyche and your own positive mojo and your mentality, like, especially for me, I've been a positive guy my whole life. And now going through like every day of living in darkness of COVID, you know, it, you know, it's going to affect you and you're going to have to like rebound and figure it out. And sometimes it takes people a little bit longer to rebound. Right. And so, you know, for me, I think last couple of weeks of just really working through my own stuff, but also talking to people out there, it, it's really hit home that, you know, confidence and anxiety are a big thing and they go together. Right. And a lot of times people don't know they're having anxiety or they don't know that, you know, their confidence level is being affected by our anxiety, right? And so I think as we look through the lens of grace and look through the lens of acceptance and look through the lens of just being patient with everything, I think that gives us a chance to accept where we're at, be able to mentally get through things and then get on and get back on to the, the track that we once were, right? And I think we gotta just sometimes take a 10,000 foot view, get a different perspective and really think things different, right? And so, you know, one of the things I've been working on is coming up with a mantra when I'm in an overwhelmed situation or when I'm in a scenario where I'm starting to feel a little bit, you know, lack of confidence or a little bit of anxiety, right? My, my mantra that I've written down is I can, I will, I am, right? So if I'm in a situation that I need to feel like I need to overcome, I'm just going to simply say, 
I can do this. I will do this. I am doing this, right? And putting myself out there in a position where I'm thinking that I'm already doing it in result, seeing myself there, right? And so, you know, I think all of us need to find that mantra. We need to find what it is that is going to help us through our confidence challenges, but more importantly, our anxiety challenges and, and through anything that's negative, right? You know, with a lot of the coaching I've been doing lately, I've been reminded of, uh, you know, one of my top sales reps that, you know, used to work for me and he used to always tell me, you know, his the secret to his success. And he would always share it with young other reps that would come in is stay in your own lane. Right. And that couldn't be more true to this day. But when I say stay in your own lane, I'm, I, I don't mean stay in your own lane and away from people and avoid people and all that. What I mean by stay in your own lane is not letting the negativity or the, the drama of someone else or things that could really upheaval your confidence or upheaval your momentum to get in your way, right? Like not get wrapped around the axle on things that really don't matter to you or don't matter to your scenario or not affecting you uh, in the moment, right? So that you can stay focused on what's in front of you. And I think two times, too many times we like to take our hands off the wheel of our own car because we're distracted about too many other things, right? And I think we have to make sure that we figure out a way to stay in our own lane, right? And and, and that's the best advice I think I can give any sales rep or, or any sales leader who's struggling, like reach out for people you can get development, get support, but also to just remember that sometimes staying in your own lane, focusing on what you need to focus on, making your car go is the most important thing, right? As I think about myself and, and just being vulnerable with everybody, you know, my wife and I have been getting out more lately trying to experience life, not letting fear hold us back or, or, or not letting ourselves to be, you know, trapped at home, right? Like we got to give out and life is meant to li live. And so we want to get out and enjoy it. We've been going to some more concerts and been doing some more things, which have been great. But I got to tell you, man, the first concert we went to a couple of weeks back, it was the surfaces. For those that don't know the surfaces, um, they remind me a lot for my nineties people, Sugar Ray, Sublime, they, you know, have like a whole a island feel type to it. But it was a really good concert, man. She surprised me and took me to this concert. I wrote a nice LinkedIn post about how it related to leading in this post pandemic and having empathy and being able to understand where everybody's at and find a you know, cause that you can unite around. But you know, where that'll come from is, is we went to this concert. And those that know me know that I'm a very outgoing guy, know that I like to be the life of the party, know that pre-COVID, like I would talk to any stranger. You couldn't stop me. I was just, you know, out there and available all the time. And, and throughout COVID, I'm still that way. I'm that way virtually with my team over the phone and through the video. But in my personal life, I've kind of just stayed home, done our routine, took our kids to school, go to my, you know, flag football coaching you know, run a few errands or whatever, but I haven't really put myself out to go do things, right? Just trying to to navigate all of the drama that COVID is. So we go out and we're that out here at this concert and dude, I am overwhelmed, right? We walk in, my wife's like, woohoo, let's go. Like she's having so much fun. Like it was like circa 19 or circa 2000, you know, 17, right? Before COVID was even on anybody's radar. But, you know, of course, you had to be vaccinated or you had to have a test 72 hours for regular concert. So we were doing all the right things to be safe and put ourselves in a safe environment and wear our masks and everything. But, you know, still being in there, I had myself thinking, like, am I doing the right thing? Am I being responsible? Like, am I, you know, putting myself and my kids at risk? Am I, you know, 
you know, why am I here right now? Is it, you know, I found myself asking, I shouldn't be out having fun. I should be, you know, like just telling myself all these different stories. Right. And granted, all that stuff could be true and all of that stuff, you know, some people might feel, but in the end, I, I had to just get myself in a mindset of, again, back to, I can have fun. I will have fun. I am having fun. Right. Got back to, I can live my life. I will live my life. I am living my life. And I got back to, I can be safe. I will be safe. And I am being safe, right? And I had to walk myself through that. And, and granted, you know, then I took a step back and started people watching. And this concert was all ages. So people from 12 years old, all the way up to a couple of older individuals. And one gal was even in her 80s and she was just having fun, right? Going to town. And it started to hit me like a ton of bricks, like, People need to have this interaction. People have to get out and have fun. People have to get out and socialize. But more importantly, it got me realizing that when united around a one cause, when focused on one thing, we are unstoppable and we don't have to live in fear and we can overcome things and we can be responsible and, and you can enjoy, you know, some of the old luxuries that you used to enjoy. And so, you know, just seeing this many people confident, this many people with no fear, and this many people of all ages united around not allowing COVID to beat them was a phenomenal sight to see. And I started to think about, you know, how powerful is that for a sales leader? How powerful is that you a sales individual? Putting yourself around like-minded individuals, putting yourself around, you know, people who have the same vision as you, who want to do the same, accomplish the same things as you. You know, people that, you know, you can lean on and help you with your confidence during your, your, your challenge times is super important, right? Because when you're united with people who want to be in the same scenario as you, you can get through the darker times. You can stay in your own lane. You don't get distracted and you can get through the confidence bumps quicker, right? When you sit here and you're alone and you think that you're, you're by yourself or nobody understands what you're going through, then you're going to be in that scenario a lot longer. And you're going to spiral more and more out of control. What I will tell you is every single top performer that you talk to was once an underperformer. It just happens, right? Or once didn't know the job or once lacked confidence or once, you know, couldn't make a call, right? It's the truth. Every top performer has been there, right? And then as top performers, we forget that sometimes we were once an underperformer or we once struggled or we once went through those challenges, right? I also think that human beings in general, whether they know it or not, have once had anxiety or once been in a dark place or once been, you know, in a negative mindset, right? Talking to my uh, mental coach and my, you know, personal friend, Colin, you know, he's so true when he says like the brain was created millions of years ago for survival, right? To hunt for food, to eat, to survive, to make fire, to cook that food and keep you warm and to defend yourself from dinosaurs and staying alive. And last time I checked, God didn't give us an up, upgrade in our brain. We still got the same brain that was created. It's just now we have to recondition that brain to think about positivity, think about growth, think about, you know, uh, you know, flourishing and challenging times. So it's that fight or flight mentality that we were born with and we're always going to have. Right. And so, you know, I guess for for all of you out there, I think we just all have to understand that we're not alone in confidence issues. We're not alone in anxiety issues. And quite frankly, we're just not alone in general. 
right? And I think we just have to continue to remember that. We have to continue to lean on each other. And we have to continue to, to, to stay in our own lane and surround ourselves with people that are going to help us flourish and grow, right? And so when I think about some things that have happened a couple of weeks with different individuals, right, that all relate to my opening mantra and, you know, tangent that I went on, you know, the first one I want to talk about is, is Shane, right? So Shane, we started flag football. We're back. We got 80% of our team back from the year prior, and we're excited. We're ready to go. And Shane's the only one that is never played football before. We have a couple of new kids that are on our team, but our new kids, Shane is the only one that's never played before. All right. We have our first practice, and, man, you could just tell. Like, so he was so uncomfortable, so out of his skin, so not confident. You know, the kids that have played before were all chummy chummy and, and happy to be there, high fiving. Shane was trying to find his way. His dad and grandpa come to watch the practice. They were outgoing and great individuals. They were shaking hands. We were talking, smiling, you know, but Shane was just trying to find his way. He's uncomfortable, right? He, he wore his mask the whole time, which was fine. Well, let you, I, I want you to wear a mask. I want you to feel comfortable. The other kids were just, they, they were used to not having a mask, didn't want to wear a mask. You know, Shane didn't want to high five, fist bump, or any of that. He just wanted to, kind of stayed to himself where the rest of the kids were all about high fives, fist bumps, all of that. Um, and he was just uncomfortable. I think this was the first time that he was out in a public setting with multiple kids outside of school. I think it was the first time that he was around a lot of different strangers. And you could just see him progressing in his mind about, you know, confidence and anxiety and not being comfortable, right? We practice for an hour and a half. We go through it all. And me being the guy that I am, you know, I'm hooting and hollering, cheering him on. I'm trying to high five him, trying to fist bump him. He's not into it. We're air high, we're air fiving. You know, as we progress through the practice, you can start to see him smile under his mask. And it was awesome because you can see the smile. I know people say you can't see facial, but you can see the eyes and you eyes will tell you a lot. And you can see he's having fun. Then we go a little bit longer in the practice, the mask comes off, and you can see that grin ear to ear, and he's loving life, right? And as we progress through the entire practice, right, he still wouldn't give me that high five, right? He was still just not sure about me, where I've been, who I was, not sure about anybody on the team or whatever, but we progressed and we progressed and we progressed. And I kept helping him build confidence, kept cheering him along, kept being there for him. At the end of practice, we go around the horn that I always do with anybody that's on my team. And, you know, what do you feel was, was positive today? What, what was the best thing about practice today? And Shane was last and we get to Shane. And I said, Shane, how about, how about you? And he just said to me, I had lots of fun. And he put his hand up and gave me a high five, right? So for me, you're probably like, why is that so amazing? Or why is that so, get you so excited? Got me excited because that young kid, Shane, is what a lot of adults, professionals do in their day-to-day -day professional life. They don't know how to interact or they don't know how to, you know, feel comfortable again, you know, getting back out of COVID. They don't know how to get get their mind back into positive state if they've gone down a dark hole. They don't know how to rebound after missing a month of, um, you know, performance. And so what I say to, to, to leaders out there, you have to be that coach that keeps cheering them along, bringing them out, helping them get comfortable, start to smile, start to pull their mask off, then eventually give you the high five, right? And that can be in anything, you know, you can relate that to how many calls they got to make, how many sales they get you know, how many presentations, whatever, but you just got to be their coach and cheerleader and you got to meet them where they're at and be okay with them being uncomfortable like Shane was, right? And then if you're a sales rep, you have to be okay being okay where you're at. Like Shane was okay that he wanted to wear a mask. 
Shane was okay that he didn't want to high five. Shane was okay to participate and not smile. But then he started to like feel good and feel comfortable and get better and more confident. So he started to ratchet it up. And I think as sales reps, we have to remember that too. It's in the moment, little by little, inch by inch, before we get to, you know, start to go feet by feet, right? We got to stop trying to get feet by feet if we need inch by inch, right? So you have to remember that, okay? Then I, I met a couple reps, right? You know, they'll go nameless, but they all had the same issue, right? They were struggling with, um, so I do a, what's called a drop in on them on their FaceTime without them even knowing that I'm coming and I put them on the spot and I just say, Hey, what's going on? You know, tell me what's happening. And, um, you know, we just start talking and these reps all had one thing in common and the thing they had in common where they were all super down on themselves because at one point in their year, they had been performing and winning and had it under control and thought everything was great. And then all of a sudden this month or this quarter or whatever, it's hit them like a ton of bricks and they're not winning and they're frustrated and they started to shut down and they were super mad and, and just upset. And, you know, talking to these three different reps, you know, walking through it all, it was all a confidence thing. Yeah. And because it was a confidence thing, they were really getting in their own way and preventing themselves from breaking through or or overcoming or getting back into that uh, state where they were performing in the past, right? And so, you know, I did an exercise with them and I do it all the time with many people. And so I asked these three reps and, and I would challenge anybody that's in, in the state of mind where your confidence is shook or you're struggling in your current role, or you're trying to break through, you know, exercise is very simple. So it's, it's two different things I do. I do it called, what's called the five whys. And then I hit them with, um, always find a way exercise is what I call it. Always find a way exercise and the five whys. The first exercise would be, you know, I asked each rep, so why are you frustrated or why are you not performing or why do you not have confidence? And they would answer. And then I would say, I would say whatever they said to me, I'd use that against them and, and ask the same question with their own words and say, tell me why. And then I would go a third time, the same, how are they response? Tell me why. And you keep going for five times. And what normally happens and, and why it's called the five whys, if you just keep asking why, most people before five times will get to the, the, you know, the root cause of why they're not having, you know, confidence or why they're not having performance or why they're having anxiety or whatever it is. Right. And if you get through the five times or more, they're not self-aware and you, you start to help them become self-aware. Right. But basically the five whys helps them break through and tell you what the real reason is, the root cause of the problem. Right. And then I also do that, you know, always find a way exercise where, you know, I ask these three questions, like right? number one, I ask them, like, if you were to lose your hot water today and you couldn't replace it for a month, for whatever reason, would you go a month without taking a shower and be stinky? Would you just, you know, fuck up and take a cold shower? Or would you go to your, your parents' house, friend's house, neighbor's house and take a hot shower? And everyone says they would find a way to take a hot shower. Some say they would buck up and take a cold shower, but nobody ever says they would stay stinky for a month, right? Then I followed up with, what if your refrigerator went out? You just spent 500 bucks on groceries and your refrigerator goes out. Are you going to let that $500 of groceries go to waste? Are you going to donate them to somebody? Or are you going to find a way to keep it cold? Like put it in your neighbor's house, your friend's house, your parent's house, go get a cooler, put it in cooler, put it in your garage freezer, right? And every time people are like, I'm going to go find a way to keep it cold. They're not going to give it away or they're not going to let it go back. 
And then the last thing I always ask them is, you know, if your car breaks down on the side of the road or you're just putting your feet up on the dash and saying, well, this is where I'm going to live for the rest of my life or, well, I'm never going to have a car again. I'm going to have to, you know, walk forever or, well, I guess I'm stranded here. No, we find a way to get home. They always say that they find a way to get home, find a way to get their car fixed, right? So then I ask them, you know, how come in our personal life, we always find a way? Doesn't matter. Whatever obstacles in front of us, and it might not be right away, it might take months or years or whatever, but we always find a way to get our personal life conquered and the challenges that are in front of us. But in our business life, we tell ourselves stories. We put our business life up on a pedestal. We think our business life is, is, is a unicorn that can't be found or conquered. Um, and that's not true. It's just you telling yourself stories. Is there things that are harder in business and personal? Yeah. Is a fridge and a hot shower and a car an ends to an, is, is a means to an end, like things you need to, to have and you're going to really fight for it? Yeah. But so is your career. So is your job. So is the, the amount of money you can make. So is the set job satisfaction. And I think we just have to, as sales individuals and as leaders, we have to remember that we still have that in us in our personal life that we can bring to work. Like we can always find a way, like there's no way that we should just throw our hands up and, and think that it's done or, or lose our confidence forever. Like, yeah, you're a human being. You're going to lose confidence um, from time to time. You're going to have anxiety from time to time. But at the end of the day, like you can always get through it. Right. And so, you know, that's important to me. The exercises I do with many people, and I hope, that you guys can take from that exercise and start doing it for yourselves, right? When you reach a, a challenge of feeling, you know, like you can't break through, losing your confidence or feeling like you're, you're going 0 for 10 and the world's against you, right? Just take a step back and, and, and think of times in your personal life that you found a way or do the five why exercise to yourself or, or do the always find the way exercise that I just did and then start to correlate that into your business, right? And then... <clears throat> The last thing that I wanted to end with on the podcast, and I think is super important, and I found myself talking uh, to, to Colin Henderson about it, who is a mindset coach and, and a good friend of mine, um, and I referenced him earlier in this podcast, but, you know, we were catching up and we were talking, you know, I'm having him come on and, and do a piece for my sales team for our kickoff. And, you know, as we get through the, the, the whole talking, how you been, what you've been up to, you know, congratulating him on his book and get into a conversation. You know, I, I ended the conversation with him and I just said, man, have, have you ever just stopped and pinched yourself? And he kind of stopped and looked at me and was like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you know, just pinched yourself. How far have you come? And then I started doting about how when I first met him almost five years ago, we've known each other since high school, but we, you know, rehooked up five years ago when he first started to, to do his his mindset stuff and, and hit me with the question of, you know, I was the worst performing leader in the market um, at the time. And I was just coming off a year where I was, you know, a top person. I was just a year before that, I was a number one DSM in the country. And, and he asked me this profound question. He was like, what were you thinking about when you were winning? Right. It's such a powerful question. And, and it's the question he has in his book that, you know, that he just released um, called Quiet Mind. And, and, and I think, you know, it's a question that I always ponder every single day. You know, it, it, when I am winning. I'm thinking about nothing else except what I need to do next to keep winning, right? And when I'm winning, I'm thinking about the joy it's bringing to my team. When I'm winning, I'm thinking about the the balance I have in my life with my my family and my my you know colleagues. 
when I'm winning, I'm thinking about all the great things I'm going to do with my incentive check, right? When I'm winning, I'm focused on developing and getting better and not panicking or, or trying to change everything under the sun, right? But when I'm losing, it's the complete opposite of all that stuff, right? I think I got to change everything, super frustrated when I'm at home, you know, all of that stuff. And, and what was funny is when he asked me that question, you know, I couldn't really answer to him, but the more I thought about it, and so from that day forward, what I did is I just went back to the mindset and pictured myself winning, even though we were losing. Stop worrying about the pressure of the number, worrying about getting fired or worrying about being great at every little thing because I'm not winning. So I have to be perfect and everything. And I just focused on loving on my people, focused on the balance at home, focused on the excitement I have um, in the job, focused on the things that bring me joy in the job. And then I just kept simple kept it simple. And I went back to the things that I know work, driving activity, driving, you know, driving more meetings, you know, developing my people, that kind of stuff. And, and that's what got me winning again. But when we got on the subject of, of pinch yourself moments, right, when you look back, you know, on, on the journey that, that I've been on in the last couple of years of, of having a great year, uh, two years ago, and then building this new division this last year, and now being in the number one spot four months into the year of all of the, the small business division, um, you know, I start to pinch myself about the different moments and the things that have changed and, and what has made me, you know, who I am today and the people that have empowered me and the people that have helped me get here and the people that have overcome with me and the people that have dedicated themselves to me and, you know, and supported me and took my coaching and, and so on and so forth. And then I think about 10 years ago and how far I've come in my personal life and, and how far Julie and I have come together when we came together as one and I pinched myself. Right. And so I think no matter how many anxiety we are, excuse me, no matter how much anxiety we have, okay. No matter how many moments we have, where we lose confidence, no matter any time that you're not winning, you know, you got to think about those moments. You can, you know, you had to pinch yourself. Right. And, and about those moments that, led you to this path because those moments will come again and you just have to give yourself grace and patience you have to do the things that you know you know that you need to do to get back on track you can't let yourself be distracted by other people and you can't allow yourself you know to get out of your lane of success right i know i said that earlier about staying in your own lane you know but you just have to live in the moment of whatever that moment is good bad or indifferent you have to live in the moment to get out of it. You run from the moment. You don't embrace what you're going through. You don't accept what you're going through. And you don't try to analyze how to get out of that situation and figure it out. You're going to be stuck there forever. And you're going to start to put more blocks on your brain and, and put yourself in a best in a worse situation, right? And so I hope that you all take a moment and look back and you think about a pinch yourself moment. Right. And you think about a time where, you know, you look back and like, man, how far I've come. And we stop. And I say this a lot to people and we got to stop thinking about the destination. We got to think about the journey. Right. Don't get it wrong. The destination is important. And we want to drive to the destination because wherever that destination is, is the next opportunity or the amount of money that we wanted to make or the career advancement or something great in our our personal life, right? But I just, 
we've got to stop losing track of, of how far we've come and stop measuring the feet and remember that the inches count too, right? And we also have to remember that the challenging times that we go through are what makes us successful too. Failure is the best teacher. Failure is the best, you know, thing to make you great. And I think we don't embrace that. We don't, you know, we don't love failure. We 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 try to run from failure. And I think we got to stop, stop that. And you gotta you gotta take a moment and, and bask in the failure so that you don't fail again. Instead, that you get better, right? And I was reminded, like visiting my uncles over the weekend, they reminded me that my grandfather, who died when I was 18, and I didn't get a chance to like, you know, spend time with him as a, as, a, as an adult. But, you know, I do remember all things when I was a young kid with him. But they reminded me that he didn't start his own company until he was 41. He was my age, right? Started his own building company at 41. After going through, you know, military, starting the military at 18, being a prisoner of war, going through a lot of things. Um, doing about a bunch of different things in job wise when he got out of the military, but he finally started his own company at 41. Right. And I think we forget that it's never too late to, to start something new. It's never too late to move on to something greater. It's never too late to fulfill your dreams. Right. You just have to be willing to get through the challenges and be willing to overcome your anxiety and your fears and, 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 and get away from the mental blocks that you put on yourself. Right um and and rebuild that confidence up so again you know rambled a little bit but it's just important to me that we think about pinch your love you pinch yourself moments and not lose track of how far you you've come as an individual right so you know thanks for the time today i know that i was all over the place but that's what happens when you have a month worth of things on your mind you you just gotta rumble and i guess that's why my podcast is called in the moment with Dusty Bailey, right? So I just live in the moment, talk about stuff. So, you know, summarize here at the end. Make sure you have some kind of mantra. Mine is I can, I will, I am, right? Make sure that you are doing some kind of exercise to get out of a, a challenge or get out of a funk or to get your mind back on track and have confidence. Examples are the the five why or the always find a way exercise that I talked about. Make sure that you work on staying in your own lane, right? And, and giving yourself acceptance of what's going on and what's happening and not, not judge yourself for feeling a certain way because it's normal, especially during this time. And the last, live for the pinch yourself moments. Look for the pinch yourself moments. Take time and think about the pinch yourself moments. And they will come again. That every storm doesn't last, you know? The storm always will pass and the sun will always come up again. Or like I, I like to say that it's always the, the darkest before the dawn. You just have to push through, right? So I hope everyone has a great uh, weekend. Um, and thank you for the time. And thank you for being in the moment with Dusty Bailey. And here's my quote for the day. Life is a succession of moments. To live each one is to succeed. So again, life is a succession of moments. To live each one is to succeed, both good and bad. Have a great day. Thank you.